0: Welcome to the Way of the Nomad podcast, a podcast dedicated to people on their journey to their full potential. It's your coach DJ, back in with another episode of Way of the Nomad podcast. Just give me a second as I fix the audio. Um, But today we're going to be talking about learned helplessness. And we're going to be talking specifically about how to unlearn helplessness. So what is it? What is learned helplessness? So there's a ton of studies that were typically done on humans, but also done in psychology classes. And I, the reason why I'm coming up with today's episode is that I was browsing on TikTok and then I saw a study that was done on a classroom. And it was basically a teacher. They gave half the classroom a very basic word puzzle, right? And then the other half, they gave a same word word puzzle. But the last question, she made it impossible to answer. So, there was only three three words, right, and they basically had to rearrange the words to make it make sense. So, there was a random scramble of words. Um, one group had it where they can actually solve the answer. The other group had one where the last question was impossible. And what happened was, she asked the, the class to raise their hands once they finished. One side of the room raised their hand pretty immediately. So, they were able to answer it within, let's say, 15 seconds, the other side of the class were in shock they were they were confused they no nobody raised their hand because obviously it was impossible and when they asked further questions the other side of the room when it was not even uh related to you know that test or anything they wouldn't participate right they wouldn't they were less likely to raise their hand to answer the questions because they thought they were stupid right because the other side of the room was able to answer that first question faster than the other side so what basically happened is they learned that they were not as smart. They, they thought that they were more, more specifically, they thought they were not as smart, right? So they learned that their side of the room was maybe not as intelligent, was not as smart, was not as uh, capable. So they stopped trying. They didn't try as hard to answer the question, the further questions. Okay. So why is this important? Well, when we compare this to your fitness goals, how many of you can relate? You've done something, and maybe you didn't get the results that you did, you wanted. Maybe you didn't get, you know, exactly the, the weight loss goal that you, you had in mind. And so you felt like you have no control of your weight. How many people have been struggling, staying at the same weight over and over for the same, you know, you've been hitting 200 pounds, whatever it may be, and you've been stuck there for so long, right? And you tell yourself you've tried everything, but realistically, you tried, you know, keto diet. You tried, sorry paleo diet whatever it may be right and then now you've learned that no matter what you do you've been telling yourself this story no matter what i do you know i can never lose the weight right this is a form of learned helplessness and this is actually so that when they do studies on animals so this is another you know comparing it to again different uh, scenarios they had for example there was a study done on dogs where they would electrocute you know different uh, they had different groups of dogs one group they electrocuted and there there was a lever that they could switch or they could um they could I think no not switch but jump over right they can jump over a little um, barrier to get to the other side which would um, cause them not to get electrocuted obviously another group would be shocked randomly at random and there was no way to actually um, stop the random electric electrocutions and then there was one group that didn't get um didn't get electrocuted and they were able to i'm paraphrasing here but basically the two the two that i mentioned previously are what's important so one group got shocked and was able to stop the shocks right by jumping over on the other side the other group no matter what side they were on in the terms of the dogs were shocked at random right so the group that stayed on, the group that got shocked randomly didn't attempt to escape, right? Because they were shocked at random. There was no way for them to escape because there was, whether they did this or that, nothing nothing changed, but, but they, they didn't even attempt to escape. And that was the shocking thing, right? This is what we call learned helplessness. This is a form of classical conditioning where there's a stimulus and a response. And every time that stimulus happens, there's an automatic response. And sometimes that automatic response For example, this classical conditioning is an example. The most famous one is Pavlov's dogs, right? Every time they rang a bell, they conditioned these dogs to start salivating because every time they fed the dogs, for example, um, no, every time they rang a bell, they fed the dogs, right? So what happened is they were conditioned to think that food was coming every time they heard a bell. So what happened every time they uh, rang a bell and there wasn't food? they automatically started salivating. That's classical conditioning. Now, hold that thought and now let's connect it. Learn helplessness, right? So you automatically, what are the automatic thoughts that you're having? The automatic thoughts that you've been conditioned to tell yourself. Maybe you haven't been conditioned by yourself. Maybe your friends, maybe your teacher, maybe your past principal, maybe your coworker, right? This is the psychology of learned helplessness. You've been taught a, something happens and you're automatically thinking that, oh, I can't do it, right? I, no matter what I do, I have no control over it. That is learned helplessness. And usually it occurs at a young age. Usually it occurs during, you know, when you're in school and maybe someone told you um, you can't do something, right? no So maybe somebody told you you're going to be fat your whole life. Maybe someone told you you can never be a lawyer. You can never be a teacher. You're too stupid. These types of things cause you to learn helplessness because you're automatically thinking that no matter what you do, there is no way out, right? That is learn helplessness. No matter what you do, no matter what situation you're in, you think you've been conditioned to think that you have no control over it. So you give up. You give up on trying to lose the weight. You give up on trying to be a doctor. You give up on doing A, B, and C, right? And you accept Or people accept that this is their fate because, you know, somebody said so-and-so or because you tried this one thing or because A, B, and C happened and therefore there is no way. So what do you do if you're in this situation? Because this is a huge problem for a lot of people. And this also can lead to a ton of different mental health issues, not to mention, obviously, health issues. Because obviously, if you think that no matter what you do, you can never change your weight or no matter what you do, you can never actually you know, improve your health. Of course, you're not going to do, you go to the gym. Of course, you're not going to try, you know, eating healthier because you've convinced yourself that no matter what you do, you're still going to be overweight. You're still going to, you're still going to, you know, fail, fail, fail. Okay. So what do we do? So there is a term called cognitive behavioral therapy. This is where you have to become first aware of these thought patterns of these maybe these negative thoughts that should come up and you need to replace it with healthier more productive habits more productive behaviors because behaviors at the end of the day are your habits or and vice versa so your habits are your behaviors so again first step you got to become aware so that's this is something that i i tell every single time i talk to my clients I'm always preaching about whether it's mindful meditation, whether it's taking five minutes in the morning, whether it's taking five minutes at night, brain dumping or doing journaling, something to make you become aware of your thoughts. Because let's face it, most people go throughout their day without ever thinking of their thoughts. Let me repeat myself. Most people go throughout the day without ever thinking about their thoughts. So, you know, a lot of times... Think of it like a a Coke bottle. And throughout the day, this Coke bottle gets shaken up. And obviously, when a Coke or whatever soda gets shaken up, what happens? It starts to fizz. And at some point, that cap is going to come off, right? But what happens is there's no mental outlet to allow some of the fizz to escape little by little, that over time, when it eventually explodes, what happens there's a breakdown right and there, and that's again um you know when people have literally mental breakdowns or when they close themselves out to the world because there's so much bottled up right and a lot of that has to do with never actually thinking hey what do i need right now asking yourself hey what are, why am i thinking this way why am i eating this burger when i'm not even hungry why i every time I'm stressed out, why do I go to the pantry and go for this the, the cookies and the chips? Right. We never nobody takes the time to think about their thoughts. And that is exactly why people stay stuck with the behaviors that are keeping them there. Because at the end of the day, to improve your health, it's not a workout program. It's not a nutrition plan. It's a behavior change plan to it. In any way, if you ever want to change, you have to change your behaviors. If you want to improve your health, it's not from a meal plan. It's not from a workout program. It's from a behavior change. So learn helplessness. Again, coming back to it, learn helplessness. The reason why so many people have learned helplessness is because once upon a time, you tried something and it didn't work, and you've been telling yourself that no matter what you do, it'll never it'll never work out because I already tried keto or I already tried going to the gym, right? So you've convinced yourself that no matter what you do, or somebody's convinced you, you that no matter what you do, nothing will make a change, right? And it, what people need to understand is in order to change your behavior, again, the theory of cognitive behavioral therapy is you have to replace those thoughts, with a positive one or a more optimistic one or something that's gonna serve you, right? And a lot of times, the way that you access that is to become more conscious, become more aware. That's the first step in cognitive behavior therapy. So it's a form of therapy that can benefit in overcoming the thinking and behavior patterns that contribute to helplessness, learn helplessness. And the goal of CBT is to help people identify negative thought patterns that contribute to the feelings of learned helplessness and replace these with more optimistic and rational ones. And again, this process is, is very analytical. You have to be able to take a moment to think about your thoughts, right? So that's the hardest part, actively challenging your own ideas. Like how hard is that? Right. You've been, you've been for five years, you've been telling yourself the same script, how hard is it to challenge yourself? Right And disputing those negative thoughts and questioning, why is it I'm thinking like that? Why is it that my beliefs are like that? But this is the only way that you will ever change. So if you're struggling with learned helplessness, look into cognitive behavioral therapy. And again, I give you already the first tip. The first tip is now to become aware. Start practicing mindfulness. Start practicing ways to start thinking about your thoughts. So again, you can start journaling. You can start meditating you can start simply breathing and letting your thoughts go through your mind and just thinking about them that's again mindful meditation um and then the next part is you have to start rationalizing and being a little bit more optimistic and questioning your own thoughts so um that's where i want to leave it for today i don't want to bog you down with too many um information here but to keep it sweet uh, short and sweet if you've been struggling with learned helplessness understand that you do have control and the first step in changing is becoming more aware of where are your thoughts coming from okay where who made you start to believe that this fate is the only fate that you have in store you know again like maybe you struggled with and this can apply in different areas maybe you wanted to start that business right maybe you wanted to ask that girl out that guy out whatever it may be at what point were you convinced or what thought convinced you that you weren't worth it or that you couldn't do it or that it's never ever going to work out for you? At what point did you believe that? And I challenge you to challenge those thoughts. And with that being said, guys, I want to leave you with that. Hope you have a great day. Remember, you have the ability to write your own script at any point. You can be the author of your own story. It's not being written. I'm sorry to tell you, you know, maybe you think that, Everything's laid out for you by this myst- uh, mystical being in the sky. Then you know, if you want to think like that, that's fine. That's great. That to each their own. But if you're unhappy with where you are and you want to take control of your life, you need to understand that you hold the pen. Okay, you hold the pen. You're the author of your own life. Have a great day, guys. Hope this helps Share with a friend or family, and I'll see you guys next time. Peace. If you got any type of value from this podcast, please share it with a friend. Leave a review and I appreciate you guys tuning in. Until next time, this is Coach DJ, out.